0: Welcome back to Home Design Chat with Nancy. If you're remodeling or building a new home, you don't want to miss these podcasts. We share information about every component of your home. You'll learn about tile, appliances, cabinets, paint, flooring, lighting. Yes, we have it all. Well, today is season five, episode 31. Remodeling kitchens can be very expensive, but you can do some things that are more budget-friendly and affordable and will make your kitchen look up-to-date. And today we're going to talk about 10 ideas uh, to give your kitchen a facelift. First one would be changing the hardware. That's really simple. There's a huge selection out there. Uh, You can pick anything from polished chrome, um, metal, black, satin nickel, gold, oil rub bronze. There are knobs. There are handles. I mean, there's a huge selection. This is probably one of the easiest things that you can do. But beware, if your cabinets and drawers have one single hole, you certainly won't be able to use handles unless you plug the holes. And that's easy if you're going to paint your cabinets. So Be very aware of where the existing holes are. If you're going to use pulls, I would suggest that you choose the ones that are wider than three inches. If you have an older kitchen, you most likely have knobs or three-inch on-center handles. And those seem to be very dated but also very difficult to use if somebody in your household has larger fingers. So it's much easier to use uh, pulls that are at least 4, 5 inches wide. And, of course, some of them come up to 10, 12 inches. So, and also, if you're going to use knobs, they can be very difficult for people with arthritis. So be aware of that. And we're all getting old, and I don't know too many people who don't have arthritis. So um, make sure that when you purchase the handles, you try them out first, you go to the store and get the feel of the handle. Uh, They could actually make or um, really make your kitchen feel more useful when it's easy to uh, pull out drawers and doors. But the one thing that you have to be aware of, if you're going to pick handles, is if the handle is going to extend past the post, these are Pocket catchers. They will rip your pocket right off. And I usually tell people not to get them unless, of course, you're putting them on wall cabinets and they're vertical, and then you want to use knobs for your drawers and your base cabinets. Um, But I always suggest trying out the handles and using, purchasing the ones that you feel the most comfortable. Okay, let's move on to uh, changing out your light fixtures. Now, I usually said that the handles, the hardware on the cabinets, are jewelry, but you can also add light fixtures to that. They're also the glitz of the kitchen. Uh, They're becoming very popular over the islands and the work areas Um, Years ago, they used to have the little tiny pendants. They call them mini pendants. Well, now we're using the bigger fixtures, and they could be made of glass, rattan, metal, anything. And they've become one of the focal points of the kitchen, but also make sure that they're giving you enough light on your work area. So different shapes and materials are very popular. Uh, you don't have to spend a lot of money to get new fixtures. You can get them online. Uh, You can get them at your local box store. But definitely they will change the whole look of the kitchen. And, of course, added to that, the bulbs that you use. Um, LEDs is something I would suggest. And also see if you can put them on a dimmer. Well, Let's talk about Studio 41 they are showrooms there are 15 showrooms one of them being in scottsdale the other the others being in illinois and if you don't live in illinois or scottsdale you can always go on their website shopstudio41.com their showrooms are just wow they have huge selection of hardware I mean, the largest I've ever seen. That's where I go to get my hardware for my projects. But also, they offer cabinetry and all sorts of bath and kitchen fixtures for plumbing. And then the showrooms in Illinois have... uh, Windows. They offer windows and some of them offer tile. But definitely, this is the place to go. At least, this is the place I go to. Well, let's go on. What else can we do in the kitchen that's not going to cost a lot and break the budget? And I would suggest uh, the new thing is, and of course, it's practical, adding rugs in the kitchen. Uh, Runners are great, they add warmth and also color and texture, but they're practical. If you uh, do a lot of cooking and standing in front of your sink, washing dishes, you want to be on a soft surface, and getting a runner is perfect. Uh, You will see the difference. Also, it catches the drips when you are moving from the sink to, say, the island or to your work area, and your hands are a little wet, and then you drip on the floor, and then before you know it, you've uh, got a mess. So the rugs will help that, but I do like the look of them. And even if you're using a have a contemporary look in your kitchen, you can use sometimes a more traditional rug. Um, they definitely add color, and they almost complete the look. Well, how about bar stools? If you have an area in your kitchen with an overhang, either on a peninsula or an island and you have bar stools, maybe they're dated, uncomfortable. Maybe this is where you can get some new bar stools and add to the new look of your kitchen. This is where your personality shines. You can add different shapes and colors. Uh, you, they come in contemporary, traditional. Make sure they're comfortable. Make sure they're high enough so that you're comfortable sitting at the countertop, that they're not too low and uh Uh, also not too high. Sometimes they are so high that you can't sit there and have your thigh comfortable under the countertop. I've seen this. And when I bring up things like this, it's because I've seen all this. And so better to know about it and be warned before you bring the barstools into your house or anything else that you're going to bring in. Listen to other people's experiences Okay, what about a new kitchen faucet? Now, if you haven't changed your faucet in a couple of years, you do notice that there are so many faucets that look more like pieces of art. I would actually look at the Brizo line. They are very contemporary, and they work really well. Uh, I usually put a Brizo in every kitchen that I remodel only because I lean towards that. I think they work well, their finishes are great, and they're... Um, designs are impeccable. Now, your kitchen faucets are available in finishes like black, polished, chrome, matte, um, dual colors. So you might want to match the finish of the faucet to your new hardware. And that would look really good, especially if it was black in a contemporary kitchen or World rub Bronze in a, uh, in a um, traditional... Um, maybe satin nickel in a transitional, but match them. And I know that they're mixing metals, but too many metals, you know, you lose the impact. Okay, what about painting your cabinets? I know it's uh, it's something that we probably all think about and we think, well, that's not going to be in my time um, to do that, but it's not as hard as you think, or if you're not a do-it-yourselfer and you feel like, yeah, a coat of paint on your cabinets would do it, just, you know, give you the zing of that kitchen, well, then hire a painter, but there are painters that are great for painting cabinets, and then there are painters that should stick to painting walls and ceilings, so you want to make sure that you check their work get references. Now, this is a big thing. If your cabinets are, say, wood tone and you want to paint them white, brighten them up, or what I've seen a lot are the greens and maybe some woods mixed with black or navy blue, well, definitely it's doable, but you definitely want to have a job that's perfect. This is not something that you want to skimp on. Now, if you have an island You can have that a different color than the rest of your kitchen. Or, you know, I'm seeing a lot of mixing and matching, Uh, maybe doing the base cabinets and the island in one color and the upper cabinets in another. Whatever you feel that you're comfortable with and it goes with the rest of your house, I say go for it. Okay, so what about those open shelves? Now, I'm not really a proponent of open shelves all over the kitchen because, number one, they can start becoming very sloppy. Uh, They are dust collectors, especially if you live in an area like I do in Arizona. It seems like the dust comes in the house no matter what you do. And you don't want to be washing the dishes before you have to set the table. So putting certain things on your shelves would add to your personality of the kitchen. So a few open shelves and maybe put some small plants or uh, a picture leaning on there or uh, some unique pottery. But try to avoid too many open shelves I would not recommend that. Um, the next one we can talk about is an island. Adding an island. You, it's not that expensive. So let's talk about Monogram before we add our island. Monogram's intelligent appliances are built to enhance your kitchen and gives you um, peace of mind. They become very useful and very helpful, if you have a smart app. Now, the Smart HQ app goes with the smart appliances. As I've said before, you can't get the app and use it without smart appliances and vice versa. But your smart appliances um, will uh, preheat the oven with the app. It will also update with recipes uh, Very interesting. The technology today is unbelievable. So if you're planning on getting new appliances, one, two, or a whole uh, package, you might consider the monogram appliances and ask your salesperson to talk about and explain to you about the Smart HQ app. Now, I would suggest you go to a showroom find out what the lead time is because as you know the supply chain has affected everything it's taking me longer than usual to finish a project which there's nothing we can do about it we just have to have patience if you want to go online and learn more about monogram go to monogram.com and when you go to your showroom definitely ask about these appliances and um, how and explain to your salesperson how you cook in the kitchen. And they will match the appliances to your cooking style. Okay, let's go back to those islands. Let's talk about them. Well, I was saying it's not expensive to add an island, and that's because you can get an island on wheels and put it in the center of your kitchen. That's called an island. Uh, Make sure that it has locking wheels, and it's inexpensive. It has either open bottom under the countertop or storage. If you need the storage, go for the one with some drawers and shelves. And you can also use this as a serving cart. And you can push it all over the kitchen, perpendicular to the countertop. Gives you more workspace. In the center, it's a landing space. But definitely, it's the, an idea for a, uh, for something to add to your kitchen that's not going to cost a lot of money. You can get these online, or uh, I'm sure you can have one built. But budget-wise, I see a lot online that are very useful. Now, if you have an existing island, well, lucky you, make sure that it's uh, useful. You've got enough walk space around the island, and um, you could possibly paint that island and maybe change the countertop and make it a furniture look. There's many things you can do with it, but I think islands um, are probably one of the best inventions in a kitchen. I probably use islands 99% of the time when I'm remodeling a kitchen. One of the things you can do to, it's maybe a little more costly is to uh, change backsplashes. Now, if you don't have a backsplash, maybe you have that four inch uh, backsplash that came with your countertop. If it's a separate piece, it can be popped off and don't worry about fixing the drywall because you're going to cover it. But you can tile that, and the tiles right now that are really in are the metal, the glass, the ceramic, the stone, whatever you feel you um, um, would give your kitchen a more personal, unique, and different look. Now, if you're not sure what to use, guess what? You can always use the basic subway tile. But you can change the subway tile look, they come in bevel which is really interesting in different colors. I would say stick to the white if you can, because that's going to be timeless. If it were me, I wouldn't put a backsplash on there that's going to be maybe good for one or two years, and then you're going to get tired of it. Um, A backsplash is a good focal point because it's at eye level when you come in the kitchen. That's the first thing you see. So you can use, again, the subway tile, but give it a different look by either going with an offset when you set it, so that means it's the true subway look, or you can stack them so they're all vertically in a row, or you can turn the subway tile vertical and lay it uh, vertically, and I'm using my hands to describe that, but I know you can't see that, but look at pictures online. Pinterest has a lot that you can use and get an idea of how to lay your tile. Now, if you don't have experience laying tile, I definitely want you to use a professional, especially when you come to wrapping windows, doing sills, and uh, cutting around things. So that might be your big-ticket item in uh, making your kitchen look more up-to-date, but I don't think you're going to be sorry with that. Well, the last... Um, item that I'm going to talk about, and this really doesn't cost that much, is organizing your kitchen. You'd be surprised when the countertop is cleared off and everything is organized how different it's going to look. You can eliminate clutter by possibly, if you have a pantry, redoing the pantry and trying to get a lot of stuff in the pantry that sit on the counter that you don't use that much Uh, You can install after items in your cabinets, roll-out shelves or roll-out drawers, whatever you want to call them, can be installed aftermarket, and they are uh, so useful in your base cabinets. You know, it's not that easy to get on the floor and look at the back of the bottom shelf. To me, that's not something I want to do. I recommend people getting pull-outs in every cabinet possible you are but this is one of those items that as we get older they're extremely useful and you can also install uh, a garbage pullout if you have an 18 inch cabinet you can get a single or double pullouts Uh, you can also do that in a 12 inch cabinet Well, they have them in... You can check Revashelf online, R-E-V-A-S-H-E-L-F.com, and you can see all of their inserts and cabinets that will make your life much easier. Uh, Also, uh, one of the best things is a pullout under your sink cabinet. Uh, Sometimes our sink cabinets um, become catch-alls, and cleaning that up and getting that more organized will definitely be helpful. Well, these 10 items, I think, are doable and will give your kitchen a totally different look. Um, I would suggest that if you have any questions, you can email me at nancy at nancyhugo.com. And I also hope that you enjoyed today's show and got a lot of good ideas on your kitchen update. Please subscribe on the platform that you're using to listen to these podcasts. I'd really appreciate it if you would also share them with your friends, and especially if you have friends that need help in the kitchen. You never know. You don't want to say, hey, your kitchen really needs help. But if you say, just listen to this podcast, they might uh, get the idea. If you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, nancyhugo.com. And if you have any questions about anything besides kitchen ideas for uh, doing remodel on a budget, you can email me. So have a safe uh, day and enjoy. Thank you for listening. And by the way, we do have a series going on Uh, For do it yourselfers and people who want to remodel their kitchen and they're going to get a contractor, I suggest that you listen to these podcasts so that you become familiar with the nomenclature. So, when your contractor says, Oh, yeah, do you want the soffit? you'll know what a soffit is. Oh, you'll know what an island is because we explain to you all about islands. Uh, how big they should be, what the walkway should be, et cetera. So the first Wednesday of every month, we started this in July, and it's a series of four. Jason Miller and I have been doing this. We are looking forward to our third one. But again, go through all of the podcasts that I have, and I'm sure you're going to find a lot of them useful for your situation. So again, have a safe and great day, and see you next week.